0: Welcome to Eavesdrop. We are excited that you are joining us today on another great conversation. My name is Jenny, here with my friend Heather. Hello. Hello. Uh, We welcome you to the show. We are excited um, about the following, uh, about how many people are listening to our show. Thank you. I know. We thank you for being part of this growing conversation, this concept, this idea that has come up. We're just so darn excited. We can hardly stand it. Uh, For those of you who have not joined us yet or are looking to do that, there's several ways that you can do that. You can go on iTunes and subscribe to our show. Download the podcast that comes with it. Uh, You can go on our website at www.eavesdropshow.com. Comments, feedbacks, blog with us. Kind of let us know your thoughts. A great way to get in touch with us. Also, we have a Facebook page uh, at Eavesdrop and Twitter. Follow us along at Twitter at Show but again just a shout out to everybody that's just already been following and listening and we've gotten some feedback and mean we just want some more feedback from y'all so we're excited about it got another great conversation today um just going to be honest with all of you today that it it's
1: <laughs> it has been it's a been week. a week
0: and this this kind of show the past shows that you've listened to of stuff we've really planned and really kind of talked about a lot of things but I'll be honest with you, this is gonna be two girlfriends talking today about just the week that we have had and just some struggles and just where we are and um title of today's show is when life <laughs> when life throws you a curveball, how how you deal with it. Thought of the other I almost thought of another title of I'm gonna say it wrong, I know I am, but it's um when when life gives you lemons, yeah, you make lemonade. <laughs> yeah. Sour, sweet but it's it's all about this whole when life throws you a curveball and um just being honest my life's been thrown a curveball this week a few of them um
1: and i think so many of us can relate to that you know um you get up on a day and you have this perception of what's going to happen in yeah. the day and before you know it something completely out of your control or not your are choosing not planned happens yes um, and, and I think that's the you know, change happens. We all know that, but mm-hmm. the change that you choose is is completely different. And that's not really what we're talking about today. We're talking about when you step up to the the plate, you know, mm-hmm. um, in our metaphor, when you step up to that plate of the day and what's in what's in front of you, you're expecting it to come straight at you. You are and you know what's coming. Yeah. But when you're throwing that curveball, how do you handle it? What happens? What rises up in you? How do you handle it? Um And, and where do you go? Do you continue on the path that you were going to do, or do you let this sit you on the sideline? And and how does that affect you? How does it affect the people around you? So that's kind of where we're going to jump in today, um, with the day that you get handed the curveball.
0: And, and that's, you know, and as we started out this week's been a week personally for me, for Heather, a lot of folks, for our producer, producer Mark, (laughs) I mean, it's, it's been, it's been a week and, um. I'm not sure you know I've my life has been as we all we were talking about that this morning a little bit you know we've been thrown curveballs several times in our lives and like you said stepping up to that plate of knowing I'm prepared for my day I've done I'm good I know where I'm at I'm comfortable and all of a sudden you get hit um out of the blue um and for those of you listening, you know some of you may be able to relate with us and can share some of your stories and comments. Um, but to relate, to know that you know I, I am struggling, I have been thrown a curveball. This was not what I expected. This was not I didn't see it coming. It's not something that I anticipated. What do you do? How do you work through it? How do you go there? What do you turn to? Um, how do you stay straight? how How do you stay on this path where? I, I, I Or I've been knocked off the path and I got to get back on the path.
1: Well, I think that's it. You know, um, for me, almost a year ago to the day, mm-hmm. um, late August of last year, so that'd be 11. Yeah. Um, I lost my job very unexpectedly. Um, you know, was doing great at my job. Loved it. Truly was investing there and thought I would be there. Well, I I couldn't hold the idea of me not being there, to be quite honest. And everything else in my life was exactly as I had wanted it. You know, I had um, a great husband. My kids were doing well. Um, I had a daughter in a daycare that was, you know, in walking distance of where I worked. Life was really good. Um, And that Friday morning, my world changed. I got thrown a curveball and it was almost like, Um, somebody sucked the air out of my body. I mean, I I remember that feeling. It was almost like you are taking part of who I am. Yeah. And I felt so... The very part of you attacked. Yeah, I felt attacked. I felt um, blindsided. Yeah. You know, you feel all these things. And so, you know, it's how do you handle that moment, you know? (laughs) And and I really think you, you handle those situations i used to have a pastor who said that you know life's trials um are like squeezing a toothpaste yeah. a tube of toothpaste you know <laughs> that what is in there is what's going to come out yeah um and when you get squeezed or like you said when you get handed lemons yeah the lemonade that comes out is yeah. either going to be sweeter it's going to be bitter. and so that's kind of you know you do the diligence every day to prepare yourself for when you get the curveball because when you get the curveball is when the world will see what's in that tube, what's in that yeah. lemon. You see what I'm saying? So you can't yeah. really stop the the curveballs from coming. But let's talk about how to get ourselves ready for when those curveballs come.
0: Because I think, and that's why i listening, because knowing what happened with you a year ago and stuff that's happening with me this past week, you know, the hard part is, as a woman, as a believer, mm-hmm. you really feel you're doing God's calling. Mm-hmm. You are right where God wants you to be. Yeah your purpose, your, this is who I am. I totally believe, you know, I'm doing all that I'm supposed to be doing. I'm doing it right. I believe that this is, yeah, this is what I'm called to do. This is, I'm either supposed to be in this relationship or I am supposed to be working in this job. Um, My kids are doing great, Um, you know,
1: and all of a sudden, and it's
0: that belief I'm doing where I totally believe God's got me. I'm where mm-hmm. this is.
1: I think that's so part of being a woman oh. is that we keep thinking, I'm doing this, 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 and this. And this doing. Right, uh-huh. Lord. Why in the world is this not going my way? Why? And yes. it's that false belief somewhere in there that we have as women that if I do this, yes. comma, then God will, will. honor it. Mm-hmm. God will bless it. God will give me the desire of my heart right well there is that promise in scripture that says um that you know if if we are seeking him and we are looking for him yeah then he will give us the desires of our heart Mm -hmm. but you know what the desire of my heart is typically not him
0: that is absolutely sad yes yes
1: do you see what i'm saying Mm -hmm. the desire of my heart is that you give me what i want lord Yes. Well, giving me what I want is like me looking at my two-year-old and going, yes, honey, you can have a sixth bowl of Fruit Loops today. Yes. That's not going to happen. No. God loves us. The Bible says that he disciplines those that he loves. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'm not saying in all situations, you know, far be it for me to say that every time something is taken from us, it's discipline. Right. But I will say that any time something is taken from us, any time, every time, God doesn't ever let something be taken from us that he's not going to give us better. Oh, absolutely. So, you know, in my situation, it's not that, you know, in August I lost my job and in September I got a much better one. No. No. Here we are nine months later Mm -hmm. and it's still a journey Mm -hmm. as to what God has for me. But I'm a whole lot more open to the fact that he has closed that chapter so that he can give me a new chapter. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like our hearts get so fixated on what we want that we lose sight of the fact that, oh, I'm supposed to be leaning on him and trusting in him so that he can make me who he wants me to be. And then he'll give me the desire of my heart because it'll be him. Well, and you know, that's something that, you know, there's a
0: lot of women that we know friends with is like, if I pray this way, God will do this because I am praying because I'm doing that. And that's so not, that's so not the right, Right. (laughs) that's not the right way to do it. The, yeah, the prayer should be to be obedient and follow what God wants us to do. But it's so
1: hard to be obedient oh. when you get that curveball. When you get, yeah. like I said, that day, well, it felt like the wind had been sucked out of me. I I couldn't breathe. There were moments where I felt like someone had taken part of my heart. Um, it, it it's real. Yeah, it is real. And God doesn't ever want us to, you know, squash those feelings. He wants us to take those feelings to Him. Mm-hmm. That's the the trick—that's the hard part. How do you take that to him and go, "Wow, this hurts. Wow, I'm hurting. Wow, I was blindsided." And what is this? How could this be? You know, pour out all those questions, and then wait.
0: And I think that's—and you said it just a second ago—as far as you know, how do we get how do we get prepared for when life throws that curveball? Because I can look back and go, and it's it's going to be a typical thought process for women mm-hmm. of like what. Could, where did I miss the boat? Yeah. Where did I not see this coming from? Did I, And it's and it's a it's and I'm the first one to admit I'm the people pleaser of the group. I'm the one that's the doer. I'm the one that, you know. Let's just be honest. I love my friend Heather, but she has very much been very much great in teaching me that I am good. I am worthy. It's there's not any more of enough that I could have done. Yeah, you, you to don't do have there. to earn any. I don't have
1: to earn anything. The righteousness of Christ has been given to you yes. because. He died on the cross for you and you have chosen to believe him. So you don't have to earn anything else. You need to rest in what has been given to you and afforded to you when he took off that robe of righteousness and placed it on you. Yeah. He put that there. So so. the,
0: the, the solidness that I know from this is that there's not anything
1: I could have done
0: or for anybody to do wherever there are that, that they're resting in that God's got them.
1: Yeah. And, and I think that's, you know, but those are two totally different things, but Yes. yes. In the middle of the struggle, know that God is with you. Mm-hmm. The Bible is very specific that it says that God is close to the brokenhearted, mm-hmm. that God counts our tears mm-hmm. and puts them in a bottle,
0: mm-hmm. that he
1: knows the very numbers of hair on our head yeah, and that he cares for us. You know, it talks about um, that we have such a high priest yeah. who can identify with us because he himself has been tempted. Mm-hmm. He himself has suffered. Mm-hmm. And so when we go through those trials and temptations, we know that we can call out to him because he cares for us. Mm-hmm. And because he was like us, he was found in the form of a man and mm-hmm. being found in that appearance made himself humble, Yeah, became a servant to us. And then he died for us. So, it, you know, you can trust that there are so many scriptures that say, you know, God has you. Whether yeah. you turn to the right or the left, you're going to hear my voice behind you saying, This is my way. Walk in it. You're going to know that He is there. You've got the church. You've got the Word of God. Go to the Word. You've got prayer. You know, for me, anytime I'm out of alignment, you know, like that day, you know, I walked mm-hmm. in thinking I was in great alignment with the Lord, got the, you know, breath knocked out of me, lost my job, and was like, Immediately in prayer, okay, Lord. Where did I miss you? Yeah. Where are you? And what have I got to say in this? Is there anything that is mine? Yeah. I mean, wow. Be humble. Go immediately to humble and say, is there anything that's mine to own in this? Have I done anything? Search me, O Lord, and see if there's any wicked ways in me. Test me and see if my heart is true. And when you do that, wait for him. Mm -hmm. If he comes back and says, no, this is my will. Walk in it. Walk in it. It's not about you. Yeah. You know, we we try so hard to always make it about us. What if it's not about us? What if this yeah. is for somebody else to get a chance mm-hmm. at a job that they have been dying for? Yeah. Well, in my heart, I was never going to walk away. They right. never had it. Right. God used it in my life, and now he's using it in somebody else's life.
0: You know, and I'm thinking about, you know, just as you're saying that for all of, you know, the women that are listening to this and, you know, and they're, yeah, they hear listening to this, you know, and the questions I can You know, they're just coming out of, you know, like, well, what about my marriage? I didn't walk away from my marriage. It was done to me. You know, I, I didn't. My child went off the deep end you know, did some, I didn't anticipate this. You and know. I think
1: those are, those are so real and so prevalent, you know, because if you're anything like me, my personality is that I get going hundred miles an hour yeah. in a direction. And until I slam into something or something major happens, I don't change course. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I change speed, but not often. So it does take something like that. You know, my marriage is, you know, failing or my kid, my kid is going off the rails. Um, How did I miss their heart? Where are they? You know those type of things, and and that's where I really feel like that preparation ahead of time, Mm -hmm. getting yourself into a position where you are tending the soil. You know, the Bible says, "Guard your heart, Mm -hmm. for it is the wellspring of life." It is like fertile soil. We've got to be looking at it, and you know, keeping that constant dialogue with Him in prayer, and saying, "Lord, show me, test me, and see if there's any wicked way." in me Mm -hmm. I want to give that back to you you know giving him the stuff that we do know yeah you know like I know that I'm impulsive I know that I'm impatient I know that I process externally I like to verbalize to think through things and sometimes when I do that I can be hurtful in my words so you know I've got to be quick to say I'm sorry I've got to be quick to go back and own my stuff that's how you do it you know the Bible's real specific about I am the vine and you are the branches Mm -hmm. And, and that is Jesus talking to us he is the vine I am the branch. A branch cannot live apart from a vine. Cannot get that backwards in my mind. There are so many times I think this is what I want. Like I'm the vine Mm -hmm. and I have the ability to grow these branches and accomplish what I want. Yeah. No, Jesus is that vine. We are the branches. So you've got to put that in place if you're wanting to be able to when you're throwing the curveball. Go back to the vine and just soak in and go, give me everything you got, Lord. What is it? because the Bible goes on to say, I'm the vine and you are the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. But if he does not remain in me and I not in him, he can do nothing apart from me. He can do nothing. And so that's the thing. When you get hit, you got to realize, okay, I got to I got to plug in and I got to go where I know the truth is.
0: And that's probably the hard thing and that that's one reason why i'm so grateful that you are in my life as a friendship on that one because my heart breaks that there are so many out there that do not have that do not have um that that um that ability to to get back into it to get back into knowing where i got to go with it because you know many times life just crumbles i mean and it just falls apart and I mean, how do, how do women, I mean, it's never too late to start and to prepare yourself and to find it. It's those times in the middle of the struggles of stepping back and beginning that preparation to deal with the struggles. How do you do that? I mean, without the foundation, without...
1: Well, sometimes you got to build it on the job. You know, my husband hates the on the job training, training, but you know, sometimes if you haven't done it and the trials already hit you and then you get to the point of, okay, what am I going to do? You're going to build it right then. You're going to spend the time and you're going to soak it in right then. And you know, for me, I'm not really big about blame and shame to me. It really doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter to me who did what, you know, Mm -hmm. like for instance, it doesn't matter to me what, who did what when I lost my job it was not a physical thing that I needed to be concerned with because it's really a spiritual matter. So that's a big deal to me. You know, I, you could get caught up in the blame and the shame and the, the guilt of it. Did I do something? Did they do something? Look at what they did to me. You see what I'm saying? Get yeah. trapped there. And you could waste a lot of energy, but I would say, don't do that. Take the effort then to look at it in the long term and look, how is this getting you forward?
0: But that's where you're going to have the argument where somebody's going to sit there and go, but they did do this. Oh, they I did! Can, and get, Absolutely. Get How do I get? I'm never going to get forgiveness. I'm never going to know why.
1: I'm not well, going to you know. You can't get forgiveness. You can give forgiveness, and and there's a difference. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And me forgiving somebody for what they have done—right, wrong, or indifferent mm-hmm. to me, mm-hmm. malicious or not—is yeah. a, a choice of my will. And yeah. it's that thing of bringing it back to God and saying, you know what, God, I trust you. Yeah. I trust that if you allowed this to happen and you obviously did allow it, yeah. you didn't ordain it, you don't ordain sin, you don't ordain pain, you don't ordain um, you know, people to do hurtful things. That, that's not in your character. But since you allowed this, you must be able to turn it for mm-hmm. my good. You know, it's that old the story in the Old Testament about Joseph, where his brothers sold him into slavery? Mm-hmm. You know, told their dad that they'd killed, or that he'd been killed, and then mm-hmm. they sold him into slavery for mm-hmm. all this money. And then, you know, he goes through all of these trials and tribulations, and he ends up where he has become incredibly wealthy as the servant to the to the um, Pharaoh yeah. of Egypt. And then look. All of Israel comes because of the famine and he's able to provide for them what you have meant for evil. God will use for good. you got to get that perspective. It's not about what they did to you in the physical. It's about what God is going to use this for spiritually for you, for your generations to follow and a legacy that can be built. It's always the better to go that route.
0: You know, we've talked about in previous shows before about and even this the parenting one that we did mm-hmm. about. How easy it is as a parent to immediately react to the situation oh, gosh, with yeah. our children instead of realizing, and you brought up a good point because it's one of our favorite conversations we love to talk about the difference between whether we're battling the flesh, whether mm-hmm. we're battling these situations, the, the physical, mm-hmm. but deeper down, really realizing that it's really a battle on the spiritual side of it. Oh, yeah. And that's i think that's a huge hang up for a lot of us a lot of women for me i have to sit there and remind myself okay this is not the world this is not it and yeah. and i have to remember that but you know where does somebody go to realize and and take themselves out of it to realize this is this is not about me i am battling and i have to have to be discerning i have to realize that there is a situation i have to deal with but the deeper part of it, and it's you know, like we talked about with our parenting, fighting for the kids, fighting for the hearts yeah. of our children, that they're going to screw up, they're going to do something that is just <laughs> off the charts, something we never anticipated, but yet realizing mm-hmm. there is a sinful nature that's there, but but the spiritual deeper side of it, how do how does one how does one know and and learn to separate the difference between that?
1: Well. Learning to do it and doing it, I, I really go back to that same thing. It's prayer, you mm-hmm. know. You spend the time in the word and you pray it. You know, it says faith comes from hearing and hearing from the word of God. It is a cycle. You know, it's just like if um my, I'll go back to my grandmother. My grandmother used to watch Days of Our Lives. Yeah. You ever watch Days <laughs> yes, of Our Lives? Yes. Okay. It's a cycle on Days of Our Lives, okay. You can watch Days of Our Lives for three weeks. Mm-hmm. You will be completely caught up. Mm-hmm. Okay. You'll know the oh, whole yes. storyline on everybody. Walk away for a year. If you go back,
0: <laughs> you'll know exactly a where year you left later,
1: off. give it a couple of days and you're right back in. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. If, if that is in there, if you have spent the time in the word and the word has gotten in there and you've gone away for whatever reason, short or long period of time, go back, go back to the word, let the word that's already in your heart come out of you Mm-hmm. Start praying that because your faith comes from hearing and hearing from the word of God. That's how it grows, Mm -hmm. you know, and you just have to feed it. You know, my mom used to say there's good and bad in every single person. Yeah. And the only way you know which one's going to win is to watch which one they feed. If you feed your faith, if you feed um, the the passage that we're talking about where you know the difference between spiritual and Mm -hmm, physical. mm -hmm. If if you just hold on to that one little passage Mm -hmm. and you start there. And that's what you go to when you get hit with a curveball. Mm-hmm. That'll help you. Um, and let me tell you that where that passage is yeah. in case anybody just happens to be like, right say, in the middle of it. Please, please,
0: please, please, please share that one. Yeah, um,
1: that passage is in 2 Corinthians 10, and it starts in verse 3, and it says, For though we live in the world, we do not wage war as this world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary... They have divine power to demolish strongholds. And what is a stronghold? It's something that has a strong Strong hold on us. We have we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. That is a great passage. It's just three little verses, three, four and five. Where is it again? Second Corinthians 10, three, four and five. Okay, and just simply I know this is going to take just a moment, but it's really worth it. Uh, simply what it's telling us is we're not living in this world mm-hmm. without any power. Mm-hmm. You know, things do happen to us. And God doesn't, you know, take Christians and hold them up so that we don't get scars in this world. Because what hope would that show this world? We have right. to go through what the world goes through Um and, and show them how to go through it with hope yeah. because this isn't going to be our long-term home. We have a home waiting for us. And then it goes into verse four, the weapons we fight with are not weapons of this world. Oh, yes. no, they're not. Oh, no. They have divine power. To demolish strongholds. Okay, the stronghold in my life is always financial security. Yeah. I really want to be secure financially. Mm-hmm. And that is not a gift that God has given me. So that's something I always want. Now, you know, I'm not in abject poverty. I have every need of mine fulfilled and most of my wants. Mm-hmm. But you see, that's a stronghold in my life. So the the uh, weapons that he's given me have divine power to demolish that stronghold. Well, I have to deal with it. It says we demolish arguments mm-hmm. hmm. and every pretension, which comes from the word pretend, anything that pretends to set itself up against the knowledge of God. The yeah. knowledge of God is that he's provided for me.
0: He's taken care situation. of mm-hmm.
1: And then it goes on and says, and we take captive every thought. Yeah. Okay. That's that mental tape we talk about. Not just some. Oh, every, every thought. thought we take captive, which means it has been taken away from us and given over to an enemy. Mm-hmm. We take captive. We hold it back. We take it back. That is important because as women, we like to believe the enemy. We like to believe those lies that, well, you lost a job. Now you're never going to have financial security. Now you're never going to get your kids into that school system. And we will have this dreamed out five years, the consequences down the road. Yeah. Who cares if that ever comes true? In our mind, it's as good as done. It is. That's why it's saying take captive every one of those thoughts and force it. it. I mean, it is so specific and make it be obedient. Ho, ho, ho make it be obedient. Think about how hard it is to make your children be obedient. It's saying, yeah. take those thoughts and make, make them. them obedient.
0: Well, it's not like, like you said, it's your children, your children, you could hold them up, tie them up, strangle yeah. them. You could physically hold them, but your thoughts.
1: Mm-hmm. That's the kind of discipline it takes. And you know, it's, it's a daily thing. You it know? is. And, and everybody's wired a little differently. Everybody's got mm-hmm. their own strongholds, you know, um, when I was a single mom, I really wanted to be married. That yeah. was a long term goal, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you would, you know, understand. It's so hard to be a single parent. And so in my heart I had that as a desire that I was waiting for God to fulfill. And if and when he would bring a guy into my life, it was constant between me and God of who was I choosing? He or or God. Yeah. Until God chose to bring the right one. Right. And then all of a sudden, God had His spot, and my husband John didn't try to get into the into that spot, mm-hmm. and so it was a battle for us. And so you have to really watch yourself because even our closest desires are yeah. so close to a stronghold.
0: They are tremendously. So, and we've so we've now talked about kind of this whole preparation and what do we do and things like that. And I'm, you know, it's reminding me of side converse, sidebar conversations you and I've had. You know, we've done that now we've been hit. Mm -hmm. it's it's at we're at that moment and stuff like that yeah and you're gonna have to look it up because you're the one that's gonna do it but it goes back to even a conversation that says you know as far as um as far as when we're we've been thrown that curveball now we're in the battle now we're in now we're in it and yeah and what to do with it and there's there's a there's a scripture that goes with that of what you've what we've talked about is that putting on the armor Oh, yeah, to deal with to deal with the battling of it. But mm-hmm. the thing about it is that you and I both have talked about too is before, is that God doesn't call us to fight it.
1: Oh, no, 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 no,
0: He doesn't we're not
1: and All I think of that's our what battles have been won. All
0: of our battles have been won. Mm-hmm. But I think part of that scripture that tells you we're put on the armor, but to stand to stand in him,
1: yeah, um, that is in Ephesians. It's in the sixth chapter, um, and it says, and starting in verse 10 mm-hmm. is where it talks about it and it says, finally, be strong in the Lord and in the name of his might, put on the full armor of God that you may be able to stand firm. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Just stand firm against the schemes of the devil. And I, and I assure you that so many times we look at an argument or we look at, you know, uh, a loss of a job or we look at a breakup or we look at, um trials in our children's lives and what we see is a person this person fired me this person broke up with me this person is hurting my daughter you know this person and we see yeah physical we yes. see flesh and blood well and as well a- remember it told us we don't war against flesh and blood we are not in a battle against flesh and blood it's about spiritual things and so that's what it's telling us you know stand firm our spiritual battles have been won
0: And that's that is the struggle for me as a woman, because Mm -hmm, as a a mama bear, Mm -hmm. let's just, you know, you come after my children, you come after the things that are important to me. I'm I'm going to rile up and want to go out there and defend.
1: And that's exactly what it says to do. But it says that, you know, we don't wage the war. Right. We are just to, like it says, um, put on the full armor of God so that we may be able to stand firm. Mm-hmm. Against the schemes of the devil, mm-hmm. um, because it goes on to say, our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world, forces of this dark, of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of weakness in heavenly places. It is so not about you or I. Yeah, it is a battle that is not ours, um, but it goes on it says, take up the full armor that you would be able to resist evil in that day and it you know tells you all the pieces the belt of truth the breastplate of righteousness having your feet ready with the preparation of the gospel and then it goes on and it says take up your shield of faith oh that shield uh, of faith remember what I was telling you Yeah. what you put into that body it's yeah. just like if you're watching days of our lives if you're feeding yourself with hope and bow you're going to love hope and bow if you are feeding yourself with the word of God you're going to love it Yeah. you're going to grow to have this hunger for it so you know, take up that shield of faith um, and that is how you're going to um, extinguish all of those flaming darts. You know, we've got a friend who calls them devil darts. Devil darts. You know, you're going you're gonna to put out those devil darts as they come to you. And the best part about it is you're going to see them as devil darts before they ever even hit you, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. so powerful. And then, you know, it says and take up the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Please, women. The only weapon we have that is offensive is the word of God. That word of God has got to go from your head down into your heart and change the way we talk when we're warring against something. Because when we're going after our kids hearts and we're in the battle, it cannot be about, um, well, you shouldn't be doing this and you shouldn't be doing this. Yes, you say this action is inappropriate. But go after why is it inappropriate? Get to their heart. Get to the heart of the matter and go, honey, if you continue to do this, it is going to break your heart into a million pieces. And those pieces are going to be so hard to put back together. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. Please
1: listen to me when I say this. Go ahead and share a little bit about how you've struggled there. But go after their heart. Yeah. The behavior. Yeah, you can force that. Mm -hmm. You can force it. But their heart, if you get to that, then you're preparing them to do battle and stand firm.
0: We've got so many that are listening so many that are... I mean, you know, I, I I wish in some ways that we didn't have these microphones in front of us and it was, you know, you and I can go after this, but knowing that there's so many listening and just struggling and just are in the throes mm-hmm. of not just one curveball. Oh, yeah. Many. You're at being all pelted. At all different sides. Mm-hmm. It's like the... Um, it's um one of those commercials where the racquetball or the the volleyballs, the racquetballs balls are all coming at you, and you see you're being pelted from all different ways mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and you're standing out there and the bruises are just
1: mm-hmm. the stings of it, yeah, the stings of it, and stuff like that It is so overwhelming and and that's the thing i I really when I think about the immensity of pain mm-hmm. that comes into our lives mm-hmm. it is so real and it's so harsh and the pain sometimes feels like it drowns out the ability to see any other light yeah um and and you do you need a community around you you need people around you that aren't going through that Mm -hmm. so that they can speak love and truth to you and encourage you um you know the bible is very specific about misery loves company oh absolutely do not commiserate but love you know it says mourn with those who mourn Mm
0: -hmm.
1: rejoice with those who are rejoicing when someone is going through a trial help them Mm -hmm. do not walk alongside them and act like it's not real
0: well and i think that's where that's that's the struggle is we want to sit there and go it's okay it's okay and The beauty of the true friendships, I think, are you're going to have those friends that are going to speak to you in truth and in love and will walk beside you to hold you, one, accountable and to love you. But but to be able to sit there and go, okay, let me just tell you what's on my heart and to hear it
1: and to value it. Well, and to know that there are no simple answers. There are not. There, There's no simple answer.
0: Like we were not given it an is, instruction manual.
1: Well, and, and and really, we've got everything we need in the, word. in the Word. It's just that sometimes you've got to know the Word a little bit, mm-hmm. and you've got to do that work. So if you get blindsided, if the Word's not in you, it's not going to come out of you. Right. But that's why you need those people beside you, that maybe the Word is in them, and they can love on you through this. And not give you simple answers like, you know, uh, many are the plans, or what's the one that I love? For I know, know the, the plans. plans I have for you, declares the Lord. I know those plans. They're not to harm you, but to prosper you. Not to throw that little pithy verse at you, but to look at you and say, God's not going to leave you here. No. And neither am I. Yeah. As long as this takes, we're going to walk through this. I'm going to talk to you, like it says, with spiritual songs and hymns. I'm going to encourage and love you through this. We're not going to sit in this mud puddle, honey. It's not mm-hmm. a jacuzzi. You may think it's a jacuzzi, but it is a mud puddle. This is not your home. We're going to get you out. Mm-hmm. But it's going to take time, and, and they've got to own it, and you've got to own your role, and not get those two confused. But it can be done. You can get yourself unstuck. You know, Dr. Seuss, my favorite theologian who never went and got a seminary degree, <laughs> um, says that unslumping oneself is not easily done. And you really do need... Friends around you, um, so I I think there's value. There's value in you know getting in the word. There's value in prayer mm-hmm. because anytime you're out of alignment, you pray that word and it's gonna pull you right back because the Holy Spirit in you and the God in heaven will pull you into straight alignment. Amen. And it is so powerful and peaceful. Will it get rid of the trial? Mm, no. Nah. maybe not. You know, <laughs> God is good and He is able and He is willing. May not be instantaneous. Cause he's really all about our character development. Oh yes. But when you get that alignment, you're sure enough a lot better for the journey.
0: Well, and it's it's my my one favorite verse, which you know, and you'll ha- consider it all joy <laughs> when you go through trials and tribulations. Not I'm, some, not part, and yep. you don't get to pick which joy goes with which trial and tribulation it's yeah. all yeah. or nothing
1: and that's in james first first chapter yeah heather
0: heather is is my girl I, hey I love the word
1: it I has know, gotten me I through know. many a tight spell
0: for those of you who are listening that have just joined that have been part of this conversation today and stuff like that please hear our hearts on this one this this has just been a week for us and our conversations have just you know life's gonna throw curveballs at you it's coming and it's going to be there. But and to, let's get ready. And let's get ready. So to know how to prepare for mm-hmm. it, and I, I, you can never do enough preparation. And it is an ongoing process, and it's something that it's continual to do. You prepare. You continually do it. But then to know when the curveball is hit and you're being pelted, where do I go from here? And how do I do it? Mm-hmm. And we would love. We are there for you. We we have we've got our curveballs. And if there's anything that Heather and I would more than anything love to know is how can we help? If how there's how can we pray, a, can for, we pray you? for you?
1: Can we help you find resources? Anything that you
0: need from us?
1: A show topic you want us to talk about?
0: This what's that curveball for you? Where's where it yeah. going with this? So again, we are here for you. That's kind of where we are at this. That y'all can listen in on our conversations and hopefully gain hope and realize you're not alone out there in this world where. You get thrown something and just not quite sure what to do, but you're not alone. And we hope that you have gotten some encouragement from us today in hearing some struggles from us today. Where do you get to go leave those comments? Well, you can go back to our website, and it's com. Leave a comment on our Facebook page at eavesdrop. Um, You can email. Our email addresses are through the website. You can email both me and you can email heather and we would love to hear from you in any way again you know subscribe to our podcast through itunes Um, share this with somebody there may be somebody and spread the word for us there may be somebody that you hear this and go oh my friend needs to hear this she is struggling and i'm not quite sure but I'm really excited that she could hear this and maybe she should, she could gain some hope from this one. Again, thank you again for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for being a part of this this um, endeavor that we are doing and we're just really excited about where it's going and we appreciate you taking the time and thank you again for all that you're doing. See you next time. Thanks again. Bye. bye, bye.